Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Kicks and Dribbles. I'm Dan McClay, where we talk each week about Ojogo Bonito, the beautiful game, soccer, worldwide. Well, last week we had some problems here in the South. As you know, the show originates in Houston, Texas, and we had a problem with uh, electricity and everything, so we couldn't get a show out to you. We're going to catch up on all the news that's going on, so let's get to it. Jordan Morris. Now, if you know that name and you follow soccer, then you know who Jordan Morris is. Jordan Morris was playing with the Seattle Sounders of the MLS. He is a great player. He's on the U.S. men's national team. He really knows what he's doing. He's got got this uh, game down, and uh, we'd like to watch him play. He's really exciting uh, in what he does. Well, uh, he got a chance to uh, get his feet wet in the European leagues. So uh, Seattle Sounders got together with his agent, and they came up with a transfer, uh, more like a loan, to Swansea City. Now, Swansea City, of course, is in Wales. Uh, they are in the championship uh, division of English football. What that is is basically like Division Two. You have Premier League, and then you have English Championship. And Swansea City is trying to make a run to get back into the Premier League. You remember they were there for a couple of years and uh, then fell out. Well, Jordan Morris was sent over there to kind of help with that situation. And uh, he got there January 22nd and made an impression on those that were watching him. As a matter of fact, he played in an FA Cup game against Manchester City and uh, apparently did very well. Well, unfortunately, this past weekend, he was substituted in at halftime during a game with Huddersfield Town. Now, Huddersfield Town is a team that's also trying to you know, get up the uh, table there in the uh, championship league. And so the game was going along. And Jordan Morris, about maybe oh, five or six minutes into his stint there in the second half, uh, made a kind of a dicey move there on the field. And next thing you know, he was on the uh, ground writhing in pain. You don't like to see that. You know it's not good when it uh, happens and he's covering his face. Uh, he ended up being stretchered off the field. That's right, carried off on a stretcher. Uh, preliminary indications are a very serious ACL injury. He's obviously out for the rest of the year. Obviously, his future with the men's national team is up in the air at this point. Uh, Gold Cup is coming up. He's going to be out for that. Uh, Olympics are uh, no longer on his uh, calendar. So uh, a very sad situation with Jordan Morris. We hope he gets better. Our best to him. Uh, one of the great guys from MLS, and uh, our you know, hats off to him, and hopefully hopefully he can get better as time goes on. Uh, the very serious injury, and so uh, we hope he uh, continues to be on the men. Speaking of the men's national team from the U.S., Christian Pulisic. Yeah, you know who he is. He's at Chelsea right now. Chelsea is really uh, in love with this guy. He has done a great job with this team. And, of course, when Frank Lampard lost his job there, uh, Tim Tuchel came along and uh, – it, wasn't, it was not really known what Tuchel was going to do with Plissick. But, you know, Plissick is the kind of guy that more or less glue that holds that the center midfield together for Chelsea. Well, guess what? He may be headed to, are you ready for this? Bayern Munich. Oh, my word. Now, remember, Plissick started out in Europe in the Bundesliga with Dortmund. Okay, then he went to uh, Chelsea. Okay, so he may be going back to Bundesliga. He liked playing there. But boy, can you imagine playing with Bayern Munich? Holy smokes, that's that's a that's a real step in the right direction. So we will keep an eye an eye out on what happens with this because this is really uh, more or less groundbreaking uh, to get a, a, another guy on a great team. Of course, we've got Seguinho Dest right now with Barcelona, and we've got uh, Weston McKenney with uh, Juventus, and they've both made great impressions on those teams. If we could get Christian Pulisic with Bayern Munich, I mean that's three Americans with three top teams in the three different leagues in the in the uh, European uh, leagues. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Now, French winger Kingsley Coleman, who is currently with Bayern Munich, uh, is set to be going otherwhere, uh, other places uh, this summer. Uh, so that would leave that wing position open, and Plissick would fit just 
perfectly right there. So looks like Christian Pulisic may be going uh, maybe to Bayern Munich. It's up in the air right now. We will see how it goes. Talks are apparently starting or ongoing, uh, depending on who you listen to. So uh, good luck, Christian. We hope you get to Bayern Munich. That would be a great move indeed. Now, looking at the Scottish League uh, real quick, Scottish Premier League, you know Rangers is running circles around the whole league. Uh, they, they're way out ahead, and uh, they're going to wrap up the title here in the next couple of weeks, apparently. Well, uh, they're looking to add a little more offense to their offense. Tell you what, this team right now has got goal scores galore, and they've got a backline defense that is just absolutely choking. So why not go out and get another goal scorer, right? Okay, very good. Well, you know, we were covering there for a while that African Nations Championship, which was a big tournament. And, uh, you know, probably some countries there that you heard that say, hey, you know, why, why are we talking about them? Are they really going to do anything? Well, let me tell you, there is some talent in Africa, a lot of talent, okay? And some of these names you may not hear about because they're playing in leagues that really aren't uh, at the forefront of people who follow football. If you follow football, you know that the Belgian League, the Swiss League, and the Portuguese League are very, very good leagues. They're very strong, have good payrolls, and excellent talent galore. Well, guess what? Over there in the Belgian League, in the team called KVO, okay, they're currently about third or fourth in the in the league right now. There's a guy from Zambia who's playing, and he is their go-to guy and goal scorer. And this kid apparently is for real, okay? Now, he's got a name that really you can't forget, um, but this is this is his name, and uh, the guy the guy has got some good good talent. His name is Fashion Sakala. That's right, Fashion Sakala. Um, he is from Zambia, and he is looking to possibly go to Rangers in Glasgow. And Rangers is looking to get him pretty bad. They are talking uh, really serious money about bringing this guy to Rangers. And if he gets there, it would just make Rangers that much more. Uh, dangerous as time goes on. He's about 20, 21 years old. Uh, he's got great speed and can put the ball in the net. So I would say that Zambia, depending on how the uh, African qualifications for World Cup turn out, if Zambia is anywhere in the hunt, look out. This could be a team that could come up on the outside rail and surprise one of the mainstays, okay? And so we need to keep an eye, an eye out for them. Again, Zambia, possibly going to uh, maybe the final, you know, finals of the uh, African qualification for World Cup. But a uh, gentleman by the name of Fashion Sakala, who plays for KVO in the Belgian League, keep your ears out. You might hear that name here in the future. Okay, Deli Ali. We know that name from Tottenham Hotspur. Great player. He spent some time on the injury list, now seeing more time under Josie Mourinho. But it appears he may reunite at PSG with his favorite coach who, as you know, is Mauricio Pochettino. Pochettino, of course, taking over at PSG just recently. A move to PSG would give Mbappe another outlet for passes, like he really needs one, right? Okay, anybody who watched the uh, game last week between uh, PSG and Barcelona saw an incredible display of football from Kyrian Mbappe. This kid is just absolutely beyond belief. Shake your head at him. He just, you just can't imagine what he can do. And it, this, this talent is just, it looks, he makes it look so easy. So to say that he's the next Pele, uh, not far-fetched because he is for real. So if Deli Ali goes to PSG and Bappe is going to have somebody to bounce the ball off with on a given go, 
boy, I'll tell you what, the statistics are going to go through the roof. So keep an ear out for that. All right, very good. Uh, let's go over some of the uh, Champions League games. I told you already about uh, uh, PSG making mincemeat out of Barcelona. It was a 4-1 to one final score with Mbappe at the hat trick. Boy, it was just an amazing display of football. Uh, other games, uh, here's a surprise one, and I, I was uh, going to tell you about this one last week before we uh, decided we couldn't do the show. Juventus went to Porto to play, and, of course, this is a big deal because Juventus's top player and star of the world is Ronaldo from Portugal. So they're going to Porto, North Portugal, which is one of the hotbeds of football in the, in the Iberian Peninsula. And uh, it's amazing to see what was going to happen. Well, guess what? Porto didn't waste any time in this game. First minute, Porto scores, okay? They're up one nothing, And I can tell you from having played at, on, in the ranks out there that the coach tells you before every game, get the first goal. Get the first goal, whatever you do. And Porto came out and put their foot on the accelerator and never let up. Juventus didn't have a chance. They couldn't breathe. Porto was up 2-0 before Juventus scored. Porto won the game 2-1, now taking advantage back to Torino. Now, we all know that in Torino, Juventus is like money in the bank. So let's see how Porto can hold with this two-goal advantage. But Juventus does have a goal on the road, so that's going to play a factor in that. But again, Porto got the first goal of the game, first minute, and won the game. If you have speed, some talent, and uh, a lot of, uh, of uh, get-up-and-go from the opening whistle, you're probably going to win the match, okay? And that's what happened. Porto won, beat Juventus 2-1. to one. Also, uh, Sevilla lost uh, from Spain. Sevilla lost in the uh, Champions League. Borussia Dortmund uh, beat them 3-2. to two. And uh, apparently, Erlich Holland and Gio Reyna uh, finally got their act together and uh, were able to move the ball around. Sevilla's back line, unfortunately, could not contain them. And so, uh, it was, uh, it was uh, lights out for Sevilla. Borussia Dortmund winning 3-2, to two, and that was at Sevilla. Okay, some Europa League games from last week that are kind of interesting to mention here. Man United won uh, in Spain against Real Sociedad 4-0. Uh, Wolfsburg at home to Tottenham. Tottenham winning on the road 4-1. to one. Uh, Antwerp down there in Belgium. Now, this is a good team, a great payroll and good talent. Second in the league in Belgium, okay? Antwerp hosting Rangers from Glasgow. And to say that this was a goal fest would be an understatement, okay? Apparently, the defenses just couldn't keep track of everybody. But Rangers came out on top on the road, four to three. Yes, seven goals in the match. Boy, I tell you what, that one wasn't boring, was it? Okay, Young Boys from Bern, Switzerland, hosting Bayer Leverkusen. And that was a 4-3 win for Young Boys. Again, seven goals scored in that match. So some interesting Europa League uh, team games coming up uh, this week as well. All right, let's take a look now at the leagues around the world. Let's look at Mexico first. Uh, America still leads with a uh, 16 points, and then Cruz Azul right behind them at 15 points. So you got two Mexico City teams going at it. America was 4-0-1 in their last five games, but Cruz Azul, 5-0, last five games. Toluca, third place, 13 points. Then Tijuana, 12. Santos from Torreon also with 12. Rayados from Monterrey, 11. Then Atletico San Luis, 10. Tigres 10, Querétaro 10, and Puebla 9 to round out the top 10. Now, Atletico San Luis hosted uh, Santos this past weekend uh, and uh, won an important game there. Got a big three points as they beat Santos 1-0 there in San Luis Potosí. 
So uh, that's why Atletico San Luis has been able to creep up there in the standings. This is a team that could uh, really catch you uh, blindsided if you're not uh, uh, respecting their talent. All right, let's look at La Liga down there in Spain. Atletico Madrid continues to lead at thirty at uh, 55 points, but Real Madrid still on their heels at 52. Uh, Atletico Madrid had an off week. 2-1-2 two, in two the last five games. Real Madrid, 52 points, 4-1 for the past five games. But look at Barcelona, 47 points, and they actually allowed a team to tie them. Now, which team tied them? Cadiz. Yeah, we've talked about Cadiz on this broadcast before. Cadiz just have elevated from uh, from the uh, second division up to the first division in La Liga, and they held Barcelona at Camp Nou one-to-one. Hmm. Okay, then. I think Barcelona may have been a little overconfident on that game. So, Barcelona 4-0-1 last five games. Sevilla, wow, this team is dangerous. 5-0 last five games. Real Sociedad, 3-0-2. So we had three teams go undefeated last five games. But let's look down the list a little bit and look at Valencia. 12th, Paco Lopez, okay? They were undefeated. You got Levante, 31 points um, there in the uh, La Liga. And then Granada, 30, and Atletico Bilbao at 29, rounding out the top 10. La Liga is a good league. they got great talent, and they've got some good races going on. Serie A over there in Italy, Inter Milan and AC Milan. This race is just getting better and better each week. Inter Milan and AC Milan played this past week. They've called the Milan Derby. I'm surprised the city is still standing, but it is. Um, they, uh, they went at it. AC Milan in the game had 16 shots. This was played at AC Milan, by the way. AC had 16 shots. Inter had 15. Each team had seven corners apiece. What does that say? That says that each team got good penetration into the attack zone on a regular basis. Okay. Now, the goalkeeper for Inter is Samir Hadanovic. He is the national uh, – he's the goalkeeper for the national team of Slovenia. This is a good team. This is a team that could surprise some people. Okay, and Hananovic is an excellent keeper. He's like six foot, who knows what, uh, but he's very tall. Okay, uh, eight saves in this game, which is a lot of saves. Okay, um, AC, uh, or rather, Inter won the game three to nothing. Uh, and Bob, or not in Bob, um, Kadir, I got the uh, winning, or yeah, I got the winning goal there uh, to make it three to nothing. So, congratulations to Inter. They are uh, in first place right now in Serie A. And uh, they were 4-0-1 for the last five games. AC Milan, because of a little bit of a hiccup during the last five games, they went 2-3. and three. Roma, five points out at 44 points third place. Now, Roma is still a good team. They've got a lot of talent. AC Milan better not let it slip any farther, or Roma's going to be right up in their back door. At the Lanza at 43, Lazio at 43. And don't think the Lazio folks aren't noticing that they're only one point behind Roma. Yeah, that, that's how intense that rivalry is, okay? Juventus at 42, Napoli at 40, Sassuolo 35, Verona at 34, and Sampdoria at 30. Now, farther down the list in Serie A, Genoa had a great week. Three wins, two draws. Good for Genoa. And they're skirting on the uh, fringes of uh, relegation. But uh, they have a couple more weeks like that, and they should be okay. But they need to keep up the pressure on themselves to continue those uh, undefeated weeks. Let's go over to Ligue 1, Dons de France. Okay, Lille. Yeah, that's right. Lille is in first place in France. 
Lyon, 58 points, 4-0-1 for the week. Lyon, 55 points. PSG is in third place. What? Yeah, PSG is in third place with 54 points, and they are four points off of the lead. Wow. Monaco making a good run right now. Monaco's on a streak, uh, 4-0-1 past five games. They beat PSG in their usual rivalry the other day, 2 to nothing. Shut them out. No big deal. I mean, not just PSG couldn't get anything done. Monaco wins 2-0. Monaco at 52 points, just six points out of first place. Lons with 40 points, 2-0-3 for the last five. Mets, 38. Marseille at 38. And Rennes at 38, along with Montpellier at 38. So you got four teams uh, at 38 points. And then Angers holding steady in 10th place. Great uh, great coaching there. Great team. 35 points, 10th place. Angers doing well in Ligue 1. Okay, moving up north, or rather moving over to the east in uh, Germany, Bundesliga. Bayern Munich, 49 points. 3-1-1 one, one for the last five games. And RB Leipzig, 47. Wolfsburg with 42. 4-0-1 last five. But how about Eintracht Frankfurt? Holy smokes, here they come. Look out. This is a team to reckon with. They beat Bayern Munich 2-1 to one, uh-huh, the other day. That's right. You heard right. Bayern Munich lost to Eintracht Frankfurt 2-1. to one. Eintracht Frankfurt 5-0 and oh for the week. Very, or for the last five games. Very good. Leverkusen behind them at 37 points. Dortmund, 36. Dortmund is hitting a hiccup. Dortmund's trying to get their ship righted. They're right in the middle of the top 10. So hopefully they can get that. But with the talent they've got, Dortmund's got to get this ship righted or something's going to happen. So let's see where it goes. You can get Berlin, 33 points. Mönchengladbach, 33. Freiburg, 31. And Stuttgart in the top 10 at number 10, 29 points. Okay, EPL action. Man City continues to go, and they are setting all kinds of records. Pep Guardiola doing a great job there. Here's a guy. This is a coach, if you watch him, this is a coach that knows how to talk to players. He knows how to get the best out of his players. He knows which button to push, when to push it. Okay, Josie Mourinho had that magic with Tottenham. Unfortunately, though, I think there's been a little bit of a of a disassemblage uh, between his finger and the button, but I, you know, Josie Mourinho is too smart to let that go too long. Okay, but look at Pep Guardiola and what he's doing. Pep Guardiola is just—he's he, very laid back. He's easy going. Uh, he knows again. He's a—he's a player's coach, and this is why Man City is doing so well. Five and zero these past five games. They haven't lost a game since I can't remember. So people in Manchester who are Manchester City fans right now are strutting around with their noses in the air big time. Manchester United, 10 points behind them in second place. Now, Man City's starting to pull away here. And unless uh, old Gunner gets some guys going at Manchester United, uh, things are going to look really ugly down the road for Man U. 2-0-3 for Manchester United last five games. Leicester City with Brendan Rodgers, my goodness. They have been in third place since I can't remember. I mean, it's been a while. They haven't moved out of third place. And Brendan Rodgers doing a great job there because you never hear about Leicester City. You hear about the two Manchesters going at it, but then Leicester City's kind of right there in the middle and nobody uh, pays attention to them. Okay, then West Ham United, David Moyes. has got this team playing some great football. 45 points. They're in fourth place. Chelsea, 43 points. 4-0-1 last five. Not a bad um uh, record there for Tim Tuchel. Uh, he's doing a great job taking over there at Chelsea. Liverpool at 40. Um, Everton at 40. Now, <clears throat> Everton went to Liverpool the other day for the Meyerside Derby. Oh, my goodness. I sat there with my mouth open. I couldn't believe it. 
course, um, Carlo Ancelotti stood there on the sidelines and looked like he was just, you know, well, why, why am I here? He, he never changes expression. I know he's happy on the inside, but he never shows it, okay? So <laughs> Everton Everton beats Liverpool, shuts them out at the Liverpool, 2-0. Aston Villa, 36, Tottenham, 36, and Arsenal, 34, round out the type 10, top 10. Oh, by the way, Brighton, the Seagulls, went 2-0-3 last five games. They're in 16th place down in the EPL. All right, coming up this week, some good football. Champions League on Tuesday, you got Lazio hosting Bayern Munich. That will be a good game. That will be on Galavision. At 3 o'clock Eastern time, Atletico Madrid hosting Chelsea. That will be a fire, fire, fire match. Indeed, that will be one to watch. CBS Sports Network, 3 o'clock Eastern time, Tuesday. Atletico Madrid hosting Chelsea. Wednesday, Atalanta hosting Real Madrid on TUDN. And Muchen Gladbach hosting Man City, Galavision. Can Muchen Gladbach put a dent into that Man City armor? We'll see. 3 o'clock Eastern time on Wednesday. Uh, 7 o'clock Eastern time on uh, Wednesday, the U.S. women's team will be playing Argentina. This is in the She Believes Cup. Uh, that will be on Fox Sports 1. That will be a good game to watch. Argentina, uh, a decent women's team. USA, of course, as you know, is just they just shred anybody they play. Now, they did have a close one with Canada the other day and won one to nothing. But uh, USA-Argentina shouldn't be too bad a match. Fox Sports 1, 7 o'clock Eastern time Wednesday. Thursday, Europa League action. Arsenal will host Benfica from Portugal. That'll be at 1 o'clock Eastern time. And at 3 o'clock Eastern time, Man U will host Real Sociedad from Spain. That will be on Univision. Friday, uh, the Europa League draw will take place at around 6 a.m. Eastern time. So you might want to check your uh, computers later on for that one. Uh, the final uh, 16 is going to be drawn there. Then on Saturday, <laughs> Man City hosting West Ham. Wow. David Moyes goes into Pep Guardiola's house. Holy smokes, this is going to be a great game, folks. 7.30 a.m. Eastern time on NBC Universal. Okay, you all got it on your cable system. Just look it up. NBC, not Universal, but NBC Universal. Okay, Man City hosting West Ham. That will be a great game. Sevilla at 10.15 a.m. will be hosting Barcelona in the La Liga down there in Spain on Saturday at 10.15 a.m. Eastern time. That will be on BN Sport. Don't miss that one. That will be good, too. Then on Sunday, oh, it gets better. It gets a lot better. Okay, 11.30 a.m., uh, Chelsea hosting Man U on NBCSN. Chelsea hosting Man U this coming Sunday. That will be a game to decide if Chelsea moves up or if Man U can keep pace and keep Man City in sight. Very important game for uh, for both teams, indeed. So, good week of soccer coming up as well. That's going to do it for Kicks and Dribbles this week. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Dan McClay. Lauren McClay is our uh, executive and technical producer. John Dang handles our sound, and DC McClay is in our ideas department. Now, folks, keep washing your hands. Apparently, we're making some dents into this pandemic. We've also got people getting vaccine, which is also great news. So let's keep up the good work and uh, try to get these stadiums uh, with people in them now for the uh, for the next season coming up. Uh, of course, we've got World Cup qualifiers and all this coming up as well. We want to get fans in the stadium for that. We've got Conma Ball coming up later on, African qualification as well. We've also got Asian qualification that's got to take place. So let's keep washing your hands and social distance uh, those six feet. Uh, very, very important. And of course, whatever you do, don't let your life have too many yellow cards. <laughs>